Thank you guys so much for joining the Adam Jacobs Podcast. Hey folks, thanks for joining me again. Today I wanted to have a little bit of a Sunday, January 2nd, 2022 talk. I want to make sure everyone had a good new year. You know, I know I know some people are out there that the Oma, Oma, Corona, Corona, Mona, Mana, Mana, Moni. <clears throat> I don't know what variant we have going i think it's the omni or whatever but but i think that's just going to be around because it's it, the, the, if you if you if you're logical and you you do the math and stuff i, I think it's just going to keep varianting and we're going to have a new flu forever type thing and it's going to suck and when we had the chance we didn't get rid of it so now we're kind of stuck with it but there's so much other things so many other things that I really want to talk about today. And the main thing is, 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 it's basically because of my unique uh, life experiences and just the life that I've lived and, and, and chose to, you know, live, a, you know, a life that probably is in the very, very low percentages of, you know, what people typically do with their life, you know. I think people kind of do what they want for a while, have those, you know, so in their wild oats years, you know, after college or right before college or something like that, you know, then they typically run up a bunch of debt, buy a nice house, buy a couple cars, get married, run up more debt, have more kids, you know, and kind of lock in you lock into something because you're you're in there because you have to uh you got a lot of bills to pay. You got a lot of nice stuff, you know, but but I mean, let's just face it. Like that's that's the biggest stereotype type ever, you know, but like we can all understand it. So that's just where I'm coming from. And uh, you know, I just I went to a Bob Dylan concert when I was a kid. I broke up with my girlfriend. It was like the day before I broke up with her. And then the next day, uh, the show was up in Cleveland. And uh, at that time, I had a 1975 Volkswagen bus. And, um, I mean, this thing was, whew, it was hit or miss, man. It was, it was either going to start or it wasn't going to start, you know. So... Like when I went out there and and I had to push start it down an icy road. It was it was like middle of December, and uh, I didn't have a ticket. I didn't have a ticket for the show either. So I was just so like lost, man. I went and bought a forty, a forty ounce man of uh, King Cobra, and. And I had a couple joints, and I had a bright orange bus, 1975 Westfalia Pop Top. And um, basically, I drove with a, 
the heater didn't work. So you plugged in in your little ashtray lighter, cigarette lighter thing, you plugged in this little heater and it defrosted about a, I don't know, maybe about a 10 by 10, maybe 10 by 10 foot or, you know, not even square foot little area of the window in which you would, you know, proceed to drive this freaking thing, you know, it was an ice box. It was a, it was a, it was a moving freezer. But, uh, anyway, man, I made it to this show and I get to the show and I, I finished the rest of my 40, man. This is back in the day. So, you know, before I had kids and started looking at life a little differently, but, uh, you know, I, I was like, shit, man, I look around, I'm like, where the fuck is everyone at? There's like no one, man. It's like, cause it's so cold. There's no one in the parking lot. This is right before the show's about to start. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm going to have a hard time finding a ticket. You know what I mean? Cause I never, I never bought a ticket before the show. This is, this is, just, you just show up at the show. You get a ticket there for 20 bucks, you know? Anyway. I, uh, I'm like, damn, man. So I finish up my 40, finish up my doobie. I go walking around this building, man. I'm like, God, no, no. You know, there's like literally no one outside. It's like below zero. And then I, all of a sudden I see this, this opening, man. It's the door. It, it opens, right? And dude's like taking his last drag from his cigarette and uh he takes a big puff and he does that you know the the only the only the smoker the typical smoker flick and i go hey bro and i was like i was i was gonna act like i was gonna ask him for a cigarette you know and he probably thought i was some bum you know i like freezing my ass off and he was gonna give me one dude and i was like dude i don't have a ticket and he goes, you do now. And he just opens the door, man. And, and, and I just walk right in. I give him a big old fucking bear hug. And I'm like, dude, thank you. He's like, yeah, man, fucking, you know, it's your lucky night, dude, blah, blah, blah. So I go, you know, find my little nook in the, when I'm watching the show. And like Bob Dylan, man, he like back in the day, I'm thinking it was, you know, I was I was listening to Blood on the Tracks, man. I was listening to his early stuff, you know, his revolutionary. Like, I'm looking at Bob Dylan like he's a leader of a revolution more, just as much as a songwriter, if not more. So, um, you know, I'm I'm watching this show and stuff, and I don't know. It was just kind of underwhelming. To hear, you know, the difference and and what he was doing from what I was listening to at the time, you know, I I don't know. It was probably my shortcoming that I couldn't figure it out. But uh, I do remember having this one few minutes at the show where where he actually says a little story, man, and he just said, you know what, to sum it all up, man, don't spend your whole life doing something that you don't want to do, you know, uh, just if you're going to spend your whole life doing something, make sure it's something you want to do. And he did, he wasn't 
I don't think he was saying, oh, I didn't want to do music or I did want to do music. He was just, just some, it was like a one-liner of advice. Well, at this point, I was like 22 and I had worked from like 15 to 22 at Boston Market. And by this time I was a manager and I was, I was, I was making pretty good money for like a 22 year old kid back in the day and stuff. But it was like working all nights and I mean, it was just around food and service and, you know, everyone knows it's a grind and, 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 and like the very next day, man, I'm over there. I'm cutting up salad for Caesar salads like I do every morning, man. You know, and I'm just that Bob Dylan thing, man, is just ringing. It's just it's just echoing in my head, man. Like, don't spend your whole life doing something you don't want to do. You know, and I, I had worked. I my first day at Boston Market, I worked. I walked in. There was a there was a stack of dishes from the floor to the ceiling literally just crusted on baked potatoes man like that's where I started you know and I'm and I worked to be the manager and they all liked me man I was real good and knew how to I knew how to 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 do this shit um because my mom was a manager and she kind of like gave me a like a foresight of it you know so anyway uh I'm just there man and like it's just like it's like when when you're when you're breaking up with your girlfriend and and you want to do it for like a month but you don't but then there's finally just that breaking like you're just like fuck this I'm done. Well, that's what happened, man. And I I just was like I'm done, man. You know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any like all I have to do is take care of myself, dude. And I think I can do it without coming to work here every day, five days, six days a week, you know, shit like that. And that was it, man. Like, I never went back to working for other people after that. And I'm so glad at this point that, 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 I, that, I, that I had the balls to do it because it was hard, even for someone that really wants to do it, even for a kid with no um, responsibilities and stuff, at that point, you know, I still, it was still hard, you know, and it's always going to be hard to make that first step. Now, the reason why I brought that up is because lately, I mean, with, with, with the success of the last couple songs that I've released, when I, when I was recording with Two Hearts recording and John Mulvey producing and stuff, and, and basically what you're gaining is, yes, an engineering technical ability to go into a studio and be able to use the machinery, own the machinery, have been successful enough to have gained the you know, ability to attain the machinery, you know, and then once, once that's completed, you've also, you've gained a lifetime of experience 
and a virtuoso musician. Uh, you know, all in one in one being, okay? Now, the reason I'm bringing that up, uh, uh, you know, along with my Boston market work experience is because the one thing that I had to do when I, when I, when I left my job, the one, the main thing you got to do is you got to make money still. So, you know, I think a lot of people know my story. They, they know that, you know, I was busted with 120 pounds of weed and, you know, it was a big setup and it was on the news and in the papers and stuff. And, you know, they kind of get, they, they're just like, oh man, that dude was balling. He was rich, yada, yada, yada. Well, like what, you know, happens in the long run is, is, is the reason why people can, can't really get ahead is because it takes a lot more money to get anywhere than you think it does. You know, in the beginning, you're a young, naive kid. You got no kids. You got no responsibilities, this, that, and the other. You say, oh, man, I'm rich with a 100 grand. You know what I mean? I'm rich. Okay, and then the kid comes. Oh, damn, that means a house, a car. You know, a lot of stability needs to go into that. And basically, so... I know how to sell things, and I know how to play music, okay? So those are the two things that I've I've basically had to deal with with my life to get to the point of, and and later in life, you know, and, 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 and people know that I went to prison for two years as well. The people, the same people, the same people that know that I, you know, was in marijuana and all that. They know I went to prison, you know, and then the people that are listening are the, still the cops that busted me, you know, because I don't think they dislike me as a person because I'm not a snitch. So I feel like there's some kind of respect between, between, between us, even though they didn't agree with what they said I was doing and I didn't agree with what they were, were doing, you know, they were just robbing me. <laughs> they were robbing me blind. Uh, but the long story short is, um, between, between looking at music as a salesman and living of the musician's life for the last 25 years as a musician, it is exactly the opposite. Like one's North Pole, the other one is South Pole, because... As an artist, the the main hurdle that you have to overcome to, you know, officially sign on to being a professional artist that can and will survive any way, you know, possible is you have to give over your personal opinions and wants and needs you have to give that over to your art. And the only way to do that is to be blatantly honest. Okay? So you can't be writing a song about, you know, uh, making moonshine if you've never made moonshine. You know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you can't you can't sing a song about growing weed if you never grew weed. You know? And, 
And the, the one thing that I want all the artists to know, this might, this might hurt me in the pocketbook, okay? Because, I'm, because I'm, I'm, I'm still at the point now where I am faced with having to sell my art, okay? So I have to make a living from selling art. And so me saying this is, is one for the artists. Well, the one thing, if you're not a salesman, if you're just an artist, okay, the one thing that the, that the salesman part of it, the record company, will not tell you, they will not ever bring it up, is the fact that the thing that they're actually supposedly buying and signing, the, the thing that they're willing to loan money against is actually your ability to make magic. Okay? It's fucking magic. Okay? So I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about uh, the tribute bands and the, the number counters number players and stuff that just play, you know, for money and stuff. I'm talking about people who pour their uh, truths on a, onto a page, whether it's through a guitar, a bass, uh, drums, uh, lyrics, whatever it is. That's who I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people that are true artists man they 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 sacrifice their own personal everything to make the art as good as it can be the true artist man like there's just there's not a lot of us left and and we're being overrun by the six song rotation on the radio Little Nas X. Uh, dude, I like that stuff. I like some of his stuff. I like I like some of this pop stuff. I like some of the Olivia Rodrigo. I really like that album, you know? But you don't have to you don't have to play the same album, man. You, you know, for like you don't like I understand you're trying to milk the cow for everything it's worth, but that's gonna that just wears the diamond real quick man you know do you want a diamond to last or you want to you want to show it off and wear it all everywhere you know and then be corroded and not not as polished as it could be not as magical as it could be and like i said it's all about the magic Okay, uh, anyone who listens to Olivia Rodrigo's album from beginning to end and thinks that a 22-year-old or however old she is wrote and produced it, it, that would be the best customer that a record company could ever have. Anyone that believes all these celebrities are dating and breaking up and all this crap and 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 you 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 believe that clickbait bullshit oh my lord folks okay um it's just not it's it's all fake 
it's all it's all just to get you to think Jay Z is so much better than the next guy when he's not. That dude's a fraud. He is not where his music itself is not anywhere close to a billion dollars of worth. And I've heard that he's a billionaire, you know. So whether he's a businessman or whether he isn't, whether it's true or whether it's not, whatever, you know. But if art was the leading cause of people to buy music, we'd be doing a hell of a lot better off, you know, and the real artists would be the ones that are that are making money instead of record companies who just own all the marketing platforms and have an inside, you know, job. It's all insider trading bullshit. You know, it's all, hey, buddy, it's just like it's just like when you get busted and then your lawyer doesn't want to do any real work. He just wants to, hey, buddy, your freedom or not, you know, like, dude, I didn't do it. Let's let's start there. Well, this is, uh, you know, no, bro. So this is it. If you guys are supporting that shit on the radio, that's just literally a five song rotation um you know you're you're actually gonna kill off the ability for real artists to make a living because back in the day you could still do it you know what i mean you could still make a living but it would just be one of a poor existence but you can't put a price on magic. So if you're if you're the one experiencing all the magic that you're creating all the time on a regular basis, that is something that you can't put a price on. But I will say this. Um, when I go and play a show on, you know, Sunday at noon, uh, you know, it's it, I put just as much energy and everything into every song as much as I do when I'm playing Saturday at 10 p.m. Um, and literally, you can't do that five days a week. I mean, you it's like it would be like running a marathon you know, five days a week, you know what I mean? It it would, like, eventually you would just break down your knees, your ankles, every part of your body, you would just break down. And that's, that's what it's like to play a show as an artist who's willing to just kill it, throw, I'll, I'll, I'll make every song as to get it to a point where I need it, no matter how much of myself I have to pour into it. Okay? And that's a big difference from, you know, musicians that you go and you see and they just sit up there like emotionless and whip out any tune you can think of. Okay? Like, they're so talented, you can say one tune, and they can look right at you requesting that song, but play another song that you even want to hear more that they know you want to hear, but you didn't know it yourself, 
Okay, that's 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 basically how good my buddy Jay Bird in uh out from Ohio is. I mean, the guy he's and he plays so many shows that you literally as a as a uh, you know, as a business, you couldn't pour out your you know, you can't get drunk, wasted every night. You got to get up the next morning and go hit the gym and be in tip-top shape to play three or four nights a week, okay? There's no, you know, that rock and roll groupie, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's just more smoke and mirrors, man. Like, you can't really do that or you will not survive, you know, you would have you would have been gone out of the game so long ago. You know, you would have burned bright, and that's it, and faded out. So, the bottom line is, if you're an artist out there, you know, don't forget to sell your magic, man. When when it when it comes down to negotiations, don't forget to bring that up because they are not gonna. The people who the people who are who recognize it and they want it for themselves with with all the rest of the other magic they're buying up. Okay, that's that's what they're buying, bro. They're not buying you, your long hair, your goofy outfit, none of that shit, bro. They're they're buying your ability to produce pure entertainment magic and that is it folks i just want to leave it there um happy new year i got some shows coming up if you guys want to check out my uh my tour coming up starts january 19th um www.adamjacobsmusic.com we also have a uh, free music giveaway on the same website if you go there you'll you'll see the tab up top it'll say holiday giveaway free i don't know what it says it says something man it says another way holiday giveaway and we're giving away free downloads of another way that we produced or or, uh released earlier this year i think in july and uh you know check it out man and 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 tell all your friends dude it's a free download you go on there you put your email in there you get a free download dude like come on man how how much better does it get so uh we appreciate you guys listening we love you we thank you very much and uh we'll see you next time peace Thank you guys so much for joining the Adam Jacobs podcast.